the VIP show on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. Welcome back to the VIP show. The VIP show is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury and the young people of YPP, Youth Purpose and Partnership. Yes, Youth Purpose and Partnership, formerly known as Youth Police and Partnership. Today, I am very fortunate to have a very special VIP in the building. Um, Voices in Progress, as you know, is a product of the young people, like I said, at Youth purpose and partnership are peer leaders and we have a vip a former peer leader who is now staff of children's services of roxbury serving young people at youth purpose and partnership without further ado i want to welcome to the vip show the vip andrea mcfadden andrea what's good hi how are you (laughs) i'm good how are you I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. So first of all, I know, you know, the audience doesn't know this, but I'm completely like interrupting your uh, middle of the day, saving the world, getting in the middle of getting your degree, working, intern. I mean, you're just doing all kinds of things. And here I am trying to, you know, take up that time. Um, so I appreciate you for, for joining us today on the VIP show. Um, so thank you for that. Of course. Thank you for having me. So I mentioned in the opening that, you know, you were a youth peer leader for YPP. And that's, again, when YPP was Youth Police and Partnership. So I kind of want to just start by you just sharing with us, like, what made you, you know, tell us a little bit about your experience. What made you even join Youth Police and Partnership back in the day? And when was that? So... I'm 21 now. I think that's important to mention so that people can get a concept of how long ago it was. But um, I was 14 when I joined YPP. I joined YPP through a friend. I was going to a school in Boston, a local school. I was going to Dearborn. And I had a friend um, who, like, suggested that I'd come and I'd work for her job or whatever. So I was like, okay, let me go. Let me interview. So I went to go and interview And I wasn't really sure about, like, what YPP was about. I wasn't really sure what they did. But it was a job, and I was like, okay, I want to try to do it. This will be my first job. So I went and did it, and it was very much all about, like, well, all around, like, community and, like, community building Mm -hmm. and building within your community and the people who are around you and the people that's in your community and the people who are your age, your peers. So, um... When I went to YPP, it was all about, like, just we did roundtables with other youth groups. We um, had youth groups come to us and do roundtables. I remember we had, like, a um, a group from Boston Medical, and they would come and they would teach us teach us about, like, sex education. We worked really hard on, like, just building our um, communication skills while mm-hmm. we were there. Like, that was a big attribute that I was able to obtain and like just enhance because I was already really good at public speaking, but I needed to enhance it more and build that confidence up. And I feel like that's, I got that when I was younger working at YPP. That's what's up. You listen to the VIP show on WBCA 102.9 FM, Boston, Boston's community radio station with your host, Harry Harding. And I'm here with Andrea McFadden, who is a, a former peer leader at YPP, but is now a youth support specialist is an entirely new role that we created to have young people serve other young people. And so 
Uh, Andrea knows the program well because she was in the program and now she's actually serving other youth that are in the program right now, which is amazing. Um, I want to talk a little bit about how you decided to come back to YPP and why you thought it was important to serve the young people today in the role you're in now. So um, when I left YPP at 14, YPP was like my first job that was close to activism. My first job that was like close to finding my my voice and building up on that. So once I left YPP, I wanted to continue to stay within that activist role and continue to be able to broadcast my my knowledge and the things that I've learned and gathered from there. So um when I left, I ended up joining another nonprofit organization as a like regular person attendant and then I ended up going to be a mentor and then I ended up leaving that program. So when I left that program, I didn't want to stop working with youth because in that program, I was working with youth too. And I didn't want to stop working with youth. I always felt like every youth just needed one person in their life to motivate them and give them that courage to, to let them know that they are possible and they're able to do whatever they want to do and whatever they set their minds to. And for me, I only had so few role models in my life and YPP was one of those role models. So I decided to come back to YPP to kind of give that back to the youth to to that's let them know like you guys are able so yeah that's why so dope um you're listening to the vip show on wbca 102.9 fm boston boston's community radio station voices in progress or the vip show is brought to you by children's services of roxbury and the young people of ypp youth purpose and partnership um i'm here today with andrea mcfadden again the vip of vips she is a former peer leader of YPP, and then now serving as what we call youth support specialist, uh, serving other peer leaders, current peer leaders um, in the program. She joined the program as a teenager herself and now has come back you know, five years later to serve other teens. Again, it's a pretty remarkable story. And so, Andrea, talk a little, let's go back a little bit. So uh, you, you talked about you know, your, your time at YPP, but I want to hear a little bit more about you know, what it was like as a teenager in the city of Boston working for the first time, which is your first job. Like, what was it like to be in that space and, and being in this kind of program? Like, what was it like at that time to be learning these skills? Like, can you go back and kind of reminisce a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, when I was 14, I was, well, not, I wasn't adopted at 14, but at 14, I was living with my grandma. I was adopted um, it was just me, my grandma, my sister. I actually think my sister had moved out at that point. So like, I was really by myself in Boston. Like I didn't really have that many friends, that many support, that much of a support system. I was being bullied in school. Like it was a lot that was going on with me. Um, when I went to YPP and just being an individual growing up in the city, being young, being 14, being bullied, trying to maneuver my way around and meet new people, I feel like one of the biggest things that I was able to gain from YPP was friends that like lasted for a lifetime for me. Like wow. I still have friends to from YPP until this day and they are very impactful and present in my life and they were friends that became like family to me they became actual family members they became brothers and sisters they became my shoulder to cry on they became my rock like that's what I was able to gain out of that so I would say it was very much difficult working a first job being in the city 
um, dealing with school. I was going to public school and then like having home problems. It was a lot, but I was able to to find my community and reach my outlet. So I was happy. So dope. Um, I want to just point out that at no time since you've been talking about YPP and your experience there, have you even mentioned the, the money part of it, right? Like, you know, I think oftentimes when we think about teen employment or just employment programs in general, you know, people often think that young people just want to do it just to get some money. And there's nothing wrong with that. And in, 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 at the fundamental level, of course, we all want money. Everybody wants money. Right. But what, what I think is so amazing when I hear you talk so passionately about your experiences, you talked about community, you talked about friendship, you talked about some of the things that you learned and it had nothing to do with a paycheck. Yeah, 100%. I would say, like, for me, I feel like teens, especially 14, 13, like, if they're going into a job, if it's like a a regular, I feel like a job like this, if it's a job like YPP, I feel like that job should be about community. It should be about leadership. It should be Mm. about things that are going to help that child or that teenager be able and be be successful in their future, be able to know that they can do anything that they put their minds to. I feel like mental health is very, very important. And I feel like through meeting and making these communities, I feel like you are able to build like a good mental health off of that. And I feel like that's something that a lot of kids don't realize. Well, not even a lot of kids. I feel like that's something that a lot of adults don't realize for kids. Because like you said, a lot of people assume like, oh, we're just doing this for the money. But a lot of us are coming from broken homes and we just want a community outside of that broken home. And that's why I feel like mental health, community leadership should all be prioritized. Couldn't have said it better. You're listening to The VIP Show on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. The VIP Show is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury and the good young people of YPP, Youth, Purpose, and Partnership. We're going to take a very short break and when we come back, we're going to talk. keep talking to Andrea McFadden, who was a former peer leader at YPP and now serves YPP as a youth support specialist. She is uh, uh, an incredibly remarkable and talented young woman. I can't wait for you to hear, listen to more about her and her experience. When we come back, we'll do just that. Stay tuned for more VIP show. You know you can't help it but feel good when you hear this song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Welcome back to the VIP show on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. The VIP show is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury and the good young people of YPP, Youth, Purpose, and Partnership. I have the privilege today to be with one of the VIPs of VIPs, Andrea McFadden, a former peer leader with YPP, now a youth support specialist for YPP, serving other young people in the program that she once was a part of. Again, it's a pretty remarkable story. Um, Andrea, I want to... You know, we were just listening to, you know, Alicia Keys, the you know, her version of the Christmas song, a classic song, and, um, you know, that's from the, the Christmas song album. But, um, you know, the holidays, as as you know, are, you know, very difficult for families, uh, can be very difficult for families, as much as it is also a very joyous time in some ways and 
Um, you know, there's a lot of reasons to celebrate the holidays. We also know that this time of year is filled with depression. It's filled with reminders of, um, you know, some of the traumas and things that happen in our community and in our families. And so there's a lot of, a lot going on and, and particularly for young people. Um, I don't think we often think about their experience during this time. So, um, you know, I know you can't speak for every young person there is, but I'm really curious from your perspective, you know, how have you dealt with this time um, in the holidays? And, you know, how do you, you know, find the best way to support our young people during the holidays? Um, so for me, I have always, like, I know that Christmas, everyone loves the gifts, everyone loves that. But I've um, really centered my family and my friends around, like, just the idea of being together for Christmas, like not even about handing out gifts, not even about doing any of that. It's just being together. And I tell my friends that all the time, like, um, it's okay if you don't have a gift to exchange. It's fine. I just want to stop by. I want to see you. I want to bake some cookies. I want to like, you know, just, just have some time together because at the end of the day, I feel like those gifts, all of those materialistic things that we're receiving, they're either going to get lost they're either going to have no value to us later down the line or we're not even going to like it regardless. And I feel like that materialistic mindset and the materialistic things don't matter. I feel like what really matters is the memories that you build and the, the relationships that you create. And for kids right now who are going through the holidays and who are really struggling and who are depressed and who may be worrying about like, you know, what am I going to get? Am I going to get anything? I just want to tell you all, like, just, Focus around the people who are who love you. Surround mm. yourself around people who love you. Reflect on the things that you did this this year that made you happy. Reflect on the things that made you smile, the things that gave you butterflies, the things that kept you going. Take a moment and just reflect and be thankful that you're here. Be thankful that you have the people around you that you do to love and support you. And if you don't, then I would suggest maybe going to like you know, with food, because I know that they do the food um, pantries. You can volunteer there because just seeing mm. smiles and being able to provide smiles to other people is something that can make you feel great internally. So, yeah. Oh, I, I love that you just brought up that last point about, you know, one way to sort of get over the blues and to, to feel better about yourself is, is going to somewhere to give and give back, right? Um, that is such a under... I think underappreciated perspective. And that's something I don't think that we, you know, we as a society tend to think like, but, you know, I appreciate you for, for bringing that to the space and just saying, Hey, you know, one, we, we know things are hard. We know you might be going through it. One way to sort of feel better about how, what you're going through is to go and give help someone else. Like that's, that's really powerful. Seriously. We could, we could end the show right there. Like it's just, it's such a amazing, um, sentiment again it speaks to your character and who you are which again as the audience can hear you know andrea is 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 pretty remarkable and um you know it's one of the reasons why she's not only a product of ypp but she is also has come back to being a mentor and a role model and a support staff for the young people currently in the program which again also says a lot about her you're listening to the vip show on wbca 102.9 fm boston and reminding you that this show is brought to you by the good young people of YPP, like Andrea, Youth Purpose and Partnership, also the parent organization Children's Services of Roxbury, 
and you're listening to it on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. I'm your host, Harry Harding. I'm the Vice President of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships for Children's Services of Roxbury. I also have the privilege of overseeing the youth police and uh, formerly Youth Police and Partnership Program, now Youth Purpose and Partnership. Um, one of the things I, I do want to get to, I mean, there's a lot that we could, a lot of places that we could go, Andrea, but I actually kind of do want to go back and just talk a little bit about sort of some of the things that you feel YPP, your experience as a, as a youth, what it prepared you for, again, now that you're, you know, older and, and a young adult five years later. But um, tell the audience, I believe you're actually studying law at the moment, correct? And you're in college. Can you tell yeah. a little bit about where you are in your journey and kind of how, how, how you feel YPP prepared you for that? Yes. Um, so I currently go to UMass Dartmouth. Um, I am on the Black Student Union. I'm their public relations person. I am currently in the process of applying for law schools. Um, I take my OSAT in February, so I'm excited Fire. for that. So dope. Yes. yes. Yep. Okay. Talk that talk. Let's go. Let's go. Excited. Let's go. But um, I will say that why one thing YPP has prepared me for is to be yourself in all types of settings. Like, it does not matter if you're in a setting that is full of people who do not look like you. I'm a Black woman. So if I'm in a setting full of white men who are in power, like big, big corporations, and I'm still in the process of trying to find out where I'm going, which way I'm maneuvering, I would say that YPP has taught me to never feel intimidated by that. Like, I wouldn't feel intimidated by a group of people who are already succeeded and where I'm trying to be. Or like also too, like just to be yourself, even with me being currently in public relations and like running meetings and stuff like that, YPP has taught me your personality is what's going to really draw, draw a person to you. Like always keep your personality and never lose it. Never forget who you are. Always stay humble. Always be you. And always remember where you came from. Cause a lot of people, they will make it out the hood and they forget about the hood. And I don't feel like that's the best way to go. I don't want to forget about the hood. I want to get back to the hood. I want to see my hood get better. So, yeah, don't forget where you came from and always keep your personality. Those are the two biggest things that I learned from YPP. Mm. So, I mean, I, again, like so many drop the mic moments in this, in this short conversation so far. Like, again, I'm so uh, incredibly impressed by this young lady and how she carries herself. But it's also why when we met, I, I met Andre for the first time, um, maybe over the summer in, in 2022. And when applying for this position that we created in, in for youth support and youth support specialist, that is. And, you know, within seconds, I realized how special this young lady was. And, you know, one of our staff who you've, many of you have met and, and heard on the radio, Tim Fitzgerald uh, had recommended Andrea for this position. And, you know, again, like I said, it was very clear from a, a short conversation that, you know, this was a, a great role for her. And not only has she, you know, come and live in, lived up to that role, she's been extraordinarily, um, you know, she's gone beyond uh, what, what we've expected and actually made this role, again, the, the, the first, you're the first ever youth support specialist and you, you've, uh, you know, you and along with some of your colleagues have made it just a really va valuable and um, you know, vital part of this program. So, you know, they say give people their flowers while they're here. So I'm giving you the flowers, all the flowers right now, Andrea. Thank you so much for 
you know, stepping up. You're listening to the VIP show on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. The VIP show is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury and the good young people of YPP Youth Purpose and Partnership, formerly Youth Police and Partnership, in case you were wondering. Um, if you want to find out more about YPP, Children's Services of Roxbury, uh, and what happens there, you can always go to our website at www.csrox.org. Again, that's www.csrox.org. Again, we're going to continue our conversation with Andrea. Uh, I want to talk a little bit more about what's happening at uh, YPP today and her role, a little bit more about her role as a youth support specialist, but really kind of talk about what's happening uh, at, at YPP and where it's going. Um, we've been having a pretty pretty substantive conversation just about your experience, you know, your your background, um, but also, you know, currently what's what you're doing for the program. And so I kind of want to kind of want to stay there for a moment and just kind of talk about YPP. So, so first and foremost, um, you know, I keep saying formally youth police in partnership to the audience, because at one point for 25 years, uh, youth YPP was really focused on solely, not solely, but certainly as its base of the program and where it started was having foundational improving relationships with law enforcement, particularly with Boston police. And over 25 years, the program has done an amazing job at continuing to build that foundation and build those relationships. We have really good connections with Boston Police Department, with Mass Transit Police, the Suffolk County District Attorney's Office, Northeastern University Police. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Um, the program is, and the young people in the program have, have made that happen. But you know, if you've been listening, you heard Andrea talk about some of the skills she got from YPP, including public speaking and, and working in her community. And so those at the end of the day, more than just working with law enforcement, those are really the foundational elements of what YPP is and represents as a program and as, a, and as an employment opportunity for young people today. And it's building their two foundational skills, two very important skills, communications and community engagement. And so I want to ask you, Andrea, I mean, you mentioned it already in terms of your own experience, but I'd love for you to just talk to the audience and talk about why are those skills, in your opinion, important for young people to gain? Why, why do young people need to gain communication skills and community engagement skills? Um, well, I want to start off with saying I think that it's important for all youth to get that because mm -hmm. um, basic life necessities, I feel. But I feel that it's very, very important for inner city youth to have that because there are not that many resources in inner city communities. And I feel like when it comes to communication skills, a lot of inner city youth are shut down from it or a little turned away or they shy away from it because they don't know where to start or they didn't have those resources to build them up into the communication skills. And I'm speaking from experience. This is how I was. I didn't have those resources to build me up in that communication field. So I had to get it elsewhere. I had to get it outside of school. So I feel like a lot of youth have to get that outside of school and they get that from their communities. They get that from their friends. They get that from their families, the people around them and depending on the demographics that are around them will determine the outcome of their communication skills. Um, I feel like when it comes to community, it's very, very important for youth to engage in their community because the youth are our future. And if they're engaging in the community, 
then those are that's going to be the best way for them to know how in the future they can impact their community in a positive way. And for me, that's kind of what I did, like being in the community, working in community activists, working with YPP and seeing like, you know, delivering food to people, building right. packages, stuff, yes. doing all of that helped me to see like, OK, this is something that we need in the future, but we need more of this in the future. So how can I get more of this to help my community? I feel like community work and communication skills will just only build up our community more if it's within our youth. And I feel like we need to start with our youth because that's who our future is going to be. And I feel like I'm saying it as if I'm not a youth anymore, but <laughs> from being really, really young to being a young adult, I feel like it's very, very important. Like you have to have those skills in order to better your community if you want to better your community. I again can't I can't stress enough how much you know your perspective is so refreshing because again I mean you know you kind of joked about you know you don't sound like a young person and the truth is you don't you sound like someone who has you know extraordinary wisdom and that's the whole point is that we don't give our young people even our teenagers, enough credit for having wisdom, right? It's kind of this counter idea that somehow young people, just because they're young, they, they can't contribute, they can't, you know, add value with their knowledge. And, you know, it's true that, you you know, as a young person, you don't have a lot of experience because just because you don't have a lot of time, and that's, that's real. And it's also true that you may not, you don't have all the knowledge that you will have. So again, but that doesn't mean that you should be dismissed. It doesn't mean that your perspective, your excuse me, your perspective doesn't have value. Um, and so that's another piece that I really appreciate, not just only about you, Andrea, but also about this program and what I think it offers and provides for young people who 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 are employed here, is because they get to they get to spend a day to day with not only with staff who care about them, but also around other young people who care about getting better at communicating and getting better at serving their community. And just being around that gives them, you know, you pick up things and you learn from other people and you pick up, uh, um, again, that wisdom um, in more ways than just from a textbook, right? And so, um, yeah, I, again, I just really appreciate, you know, how you represent um, your experience from YPP, how you represent yourself um, as a community member. And, you know, again, it's you are a great testament to what this program can do and can be for young people. And so I hope I hope you know that, and I hope um, you know how much we appreciate you for representing YPP. It's super dope. Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all for having me and letting me come back and give back. So I love that I have that opportunity. Well, um, Again, we could honestly continue this conversation probably for another, like, two days, but I'm pretty sure I'm keeping you from some homework or from some other bag you got to go get because, you know, again, Andrea is a hustler in the best of ways. Um, she just knows how to get it done. And, um, you know, I, I would I want to just give you space if you want. Is there anything you want to, you know, sort of leave in imparting words, um, you know, both to the young people that you serve, to the audience, anything, um, you know, the, the mic is yours. I just want to tell the young people that I serve and even the young people that I don't serve that you are valuable and you are going to make it in life. If you you are capable of doing whatever you put your mind to, if you want to go and fly to the moon, you can fly to the moon. No one is telling you that you can't do it besides yourself. You will be your own stopper. You will be your own procrastinator if you get in your way. Don't get in your way. Just do it. 
Just like Nike says, just do it. Don't get in your own way. Just do what you have to do. I promise you, life will get stressful, but at the end of the day, you're going to reach that dream and that goal, and it's going to all be worth it. I mean, listen, if you're not impressed uh, by what's coming out of this young lady's mouth, then you need to open up your ears and uh, pay more attention because uh, she's special. And uh, it's been uh, more than a pleasure to have you here today. Um, I want to thank all of the listeners. I hope all of you, wherever you are, wherever you are listening to this recording, that you're doing well and in, doing well and in good health and, and wellness. Um, this has been another episode of the VIP Show. Brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury and, again, the good young people of YPP, Youth Purpose and Partnership. If you want to find out more about YPP, Children's Services of Roxbury, you can do so on going online at www.csrox.org. Again, that's www.csrox.org. Again, I wish all of you an amazing, happy, and safe holiday and the same for the new year. Um, YPP is going to keep growing and keep doing this thing and keep producing more and more young people with the talent and spark that you heard from today from, from Andrea. So I hope you stay with us and I hope you stay uh, connected. Uh, it's been my pleasure to be your host. My name is Harry Harding. I'll see you next time on the VIP show. This, this is the VIP show on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. Hello, Boston. This is Harry Harding from the VIP Show and Rocks Talks Radio. Just wanted to send you a happy and healthy holiday season wishes and also thank you for your continued listenership of the VIP Show and Rocks Talks Radio. We hope that you enjoy listening to the programming as much as we enjoy bringing it to you. And remember, if you want to find out more about the VIP Show, Rocks Talks Radio, or Children's Services of Roxbury, you can always go to the website at www.csrox.org. Again, that's csrox as an x-ray.org. Tonight, we have a very special holiday gift for you, an excerpt from an interview that took place with some of our young people from the Youth Purpose and Partnership Program and some of our members of the CSR family, particularly our board chair, our newly board uh, appointed board chair, attorney Eddie Jenkins. It's a great conversation between some of our young people uh, and Eddie Jenkins. We really hope you enjoy this. Again, for more Rocks Talks Radio, for more VIP show, for more Children's Services of Roxbury, please stay tuned to Monday evenings and Tuesday evenings for the VIP show and Rocks Talks Radio, respectively. We'll have more program coming for you this year in 2023 and beyond. You can always find our shows that you have missed online at wbca.podbean.com. Thank you for your continued listenership, and I hope you enjoy this very special conversation between Youth Purpose and Partnership and our board chair, Eddie Jenkins. I was just talking, man. I wasn't. <laughs> From the heart. That's, that's all that matters. Faith. Yes. Of course. Yes. Yeah, faith. faith. All right, so my name is Joshua Soto. My name is Brian. Brian uh, Cruz. I'm Eddie Jenkins. Nice to meet you. Fine. I'm the new uh, chair. Uh, I'm going to be taking over for Rev. Uh, Rev's done a fantastic job. Did y'all know Rev? Uh, personally, no. Unfortunately, yeah, I did not. Well, know. it's uh, amazing family. Amazing, amazing story. You know the thing they're going to do with the embrace? You know what that is? No. So, Coretta Scott King, when he met, she met Martin Luther King, they did an embrace mm -hmm. that they're making an entire. I guess um, 
downtown in the commons. Yeah. They're doing an entire uh, replica of that embrace, which oh. will embrace Actually, all people, I guess. Of course, downtown is a very diverse you know, area. It well, you know, so everybody. My, my point is that Rev and his wife, mm -hmm. they did the embrace and put this organization together 50 of years course. ago. Of yeah. course. They're, they're, the, they're the, the seed of yes. the service of Roxbury. Yes. Yeah. Well, look, I don't want to take time from you guys. I know y'all want to get online. Do you know how to do that? I, I mean, we got to enjoy, you know? I, I think you might have us beat there. Yeah, well, I'm not, I know I have you dated. <laughs> you guys ain't got that kind of rhythm, man. I mean, now you got to show them old man moves, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to show us how it's done. Well, I, I, may, I may have to do that. But just to see the fact that they're all coming together as a family, mm -hmm. that's what makes this. This is not an employment situation when you walk in the door and talk to the people that work and thrive in this organization. It's family. Of course. Hey, Eddie, welcome welcome to the family. What's about the family? Welcome to the family. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, I don't know, Teddy. Teddy talked to me earlier. Joshua, I don't know. So, what do you guys do? So, for me, I joined YPP um, a year ago, right? And YPP basically is like a program for to teach youth how to be leaders, you know, leader in their community. Teach them how to grow as a person. So they teach them how to, you know, build podcasts, do CPR, you know, give them skill sets that may help them in the future. Um, and, and is there an age group that you target? Oh, yeah, we usually we target 14 to 18. And after that, you could either become a staff or YPP. So tell me, so how do you identify like a vulnerable teen? Well, for us, there's broken teens everywhere in the streets, you know, through the gang violence, through the shooting, through the fighting in public schools. You know, YPP is the place, a home essentially for them because they, they may have broken homes or a bad influence. Shout out to Tim and Jasmine, one of the greatest mentors in my life. Taught me the right path, you know, they gave me the skill set to become a man, essentially. So, Tim, he can find gold in everybody, no matter who it is, how old you are. He picks that person and brings them to YPP and make them a family member, you know. And from there, they just grow on. They grow to be this amazing person, maybe police officer, maybe an entrepreneur, maybe an actor, you know. It's all about that one seed, as you said, yes. from the chairman. Yes. Let me ask you this question, okay? You can hear me? You can hear me? Yeah, it's okay. loud, but I can hear you. <laughs> all right, so let me ask you this question, right? What are the, what are the steps that you took to achieve your level of success? What are, the, what are the steps that you took to achieve your level of success? So, you know, success is not a, um, a magic pill. Um, and I look at it in, in terms of looking at a metaphor. So whatever you think in life, you, you adopt as your metaphor. It could be seasonal. It's like, oh, I came in. And, you know, planted seeds in the spring and when I yep. was younger. And then when I got into, you know, my, my, my teens, I grew into the summer and I got stronger. So it, it depends on how you look at life in terms of success. I don't actually think about success like that. I think that God has given me the ability to continually plant mm -hmm. 
and that we all must reap the benefits of that seed. Of course. So it ain't no one thing. You know, yeah. starts with your parents, really, because mm. when your parents, they owe, you, they owe you about three things. Not only to bring you into life, but to love you and to convince you that you can develop. Exactly. And so they got to give you that positive kind of thing yes. that, that we get in this organization. That's what we do. Yeah. Where, where we stand in the gap, where the parent is not there, we have to do something to stand in the gap because that's one of the components that makes us whole yeah. and makes us human. We have to have someone to stand in the gap for that. Mm -hmm. So he brings in the world. Now he has the, to, to make us feel wanted, to make us feel loved. And then I think that other component is that we have to move to the point, Harry, that we got to give our children something. Yeah. You know, we start with nothing. We, we, every generation, we want our children to develop the tools and the wealth to be yeah. successful. It's very difficult, especially with the high cost of real estate and interest rates. Mm -hmm. So we got to develop the wealth. Oh, you're going to have to put that back in if we want to hear you, yep. Little technical difficulties. I'm you know, one, something I always that we don't talk about enough is the role of failure in success, right? The role of adversity, because we always think of success as this place we want to get to or an outcome, yeah. and it's like this happy place. Yeah. But we don't often value the fact that in order to get there, you're gonna have to fail a bunch of times. You're gonna have hey, to actually go through right the. Sh you know, I was about to swear, but you're going to you're gonna have to go through some, you know no. what I mean, in order to get to where you need to go. Yeah. And that's that's a piece we don't talk about enough. Like, yeah. success is not just, like, again, the end game. It is the adversity you go through. It is how you respond to the adversity. That's that's the piece that we, I want to yeah. hope that we instill in yeah. everyone, especially y'all. Yeah. Like, don't just get caught up in, like, a numbers game. Like, oh, if I get a big house or if I get the material stuff for a million dollars, I'm going to be successful. That will get, you may get there, but you're gonna have to fail a bunch of times to get there. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan just say that he learned more from his failures than his successes. That's it's what education. You know what I realized about both of y'all? Y'all are very humble, right? And God rewards the humble, right? As we all know this. So like, I, I mean, I you hear like that? You said God rewards the humble. Well, I'll be on my knees every night thanking God. If, 100%. I respect it, for real. Yeah. It's the yeah. last thing I do before I go to sleep is I thank God. For the past three months, every day, well, not past three months, the past six months, a year, let me say a year, the past year, I wake up every day, I journal how grateful I am for everything in my life. I'm grateful for God, His grace. I'm grateful for the divine. I'm grateful for the universe. I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful for the water I drink, the water that He provides us. Like every single day, I practice stuff like gratitude, and it always. And it, I feel like it's changed my life mentally, spiritually, and gave me way more faith into the, the man above. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. What did you? I'm really curious. What did you learn about? And I know both of you. Like Brian, Brian was a been in the program. Was in the program for four years. Joshua has been in the program now two years, going on two years or one year. But what did you learn about this agency and tonight? Like, what was new for you? Oh man, personally what was new to me is um, the actions that it took to grow Children's Service of Roxbury, you know, how even though they came from a small basement in their home, they grew into this amazing company that is for the people, you know, something that we need in this community. 
something that everybody needs, you know, especially for us as people of color. Ever since we was born, ever since we came to this country, we was always, you know, we always lower. So for us to be or become successful, we always work harder than, you know, the average person, the average American, you know? So for me, it's just like, it's an amazing feeling, you know, to see the growth. And not yeah. only to see, but to hear, to be a part of the growth, to be a part of this journey. So that's, that's what I'm very grateful for. What did you learn, Brian? I mean, I live in the wish fulfilled. I live in the wish fulfilled, right? So back then, the wish fulfilled. Mm. Oh, the wish fulfilled. Oh, the wish fulfilled? Yes. Um, what is that? The wish fulfilled. There's a lot of meanings, but the general meaning that I, I go by is everything related to faith, right? So oh. faith, right? I've, I was always the person. I've always believed in God. I always believed in the divine father. I always believed in him, but... What I didn't do is like I felt like he was always giving me the tools, but I was never applying and actually using and figure out which tool I needed to use, right? So I was I was always given the layout, right? I've always got my blessings, but I never applied the blessings that he from the the root he was giving me. You know what I'm saying? And now since I've been so like you no know, so guided, like I feel like I'm being guided by God every single day now, like because I've been so tapped into him, you know, been so tapped in every single day. And was that a revelation that happened during your time here, after your time here? So, when I, as I said, like, I don't know if I said this before, but when I first joined this program, I was at a low state, right? I was hanging around the wrong crowd. I was, I was probably getting into, like, if you met me, like, the first time I've joined this, like, this actual program, and now you would never realize who I am. Like, I'm a whole different person than same I used here, to be. Same here. I, I'm where I'm going. I used to be, I used to be in a shell, but at the same time doing bad things. And I was, I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was sinning. I was sinning. I was sinning. Like I feel like we we all we all sin, but we always we can always you know come back from the sin. You know what I'm saying we can always prove like we always not prove, but we can always you know redeem ourselves. Um, and I feel like I've I'm on that road to really like you know redeem myself from all the sins I've caused and like all the sins I've done. You know, and how did this program help you re find that redemption? It guided me. Everything mentorship. I had mentorship. I had the, the ability to learn how to public speak. I had the ability to um, communicate and network with un other individuals. I had the ability to uh, believe, you know, and believe in faith, you know, believe in, in like, in the wisdom, everything. Well, it seems like that uh, God has given that special gift not only a testimony, but to create discipleship. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. people will follow what you do, not what you say. And so we'll be watching you closely, brother. If you need, these brothers around all the time. But if you ever need me to come by and to talk to you or your group, just tell me come by, man. Because it's like if I had the chance of talking to Martin Luther King when he was 16, 17 <laughs> years old, I feel like tonight might be that kind of night for this brother. Because you never know where it's going to go. And that's why I said tomorrow and tomorrow, tomorrow. It creeps in this petty pace from day to day. Mm. To the last syllable recorded time and all our yesterdays are lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out our brief candle, life is but a shadow that creeps and jumps across the stage and then is there no more. It is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Sorry, that's Macbeth. <laughs> I'm like Macbeth. I'm like I'm, I'm I'm a fan of Shakespeare, but that was 
I'm like taking that in for the first time. Like, okay, all right. You know, I had to, I'm like, had to I'm like did he? You know what I'm saying? He's dropping all kinds of jewels here. What's going on? Did I shock you? Now you can't apologize for that. That was that was that was dope. That was dope. I was just done. I'm like the abundance, like the value I just received. Yeah, man. Yo, man. This is uh more than a blessing to have you on this this platform. You know, I've I've been able to be both on the outside, on the inside. Tonight I was able to kind of watch from a distance and see y'all doing your thing, having conversations with hit people, just being yourself. You you heard me say this a number of times. Don't this is all about just being authentically you. You bring that to any space, you can never fail yourself. You can never go wrong. And you know, I just appreciate the fact that you guys do that every day. I'm so appreciative of Tim and Jasmine who have been mentors for you. You were talking about Tim before. They, you know, I get a chance to, again, talk about a lot of what happens in this program. I, I am present at times, but I know, I have no illusions that what really happens on the day-to-day is through the guidance and the blessings of Tim and Jasmine and their time. So, you know, I appreciate y'all for just, for, for again, man, just being your authentic selves and coming to this, this stage tonight. And, yeah, man, this is, this is amazing. You're 16. I'm 19. You brothers ever been out to uh, Thompson Island? Yes, I have. You been there? For like three years. Uh, it, was a, it was a program. I forgot the program, but it was every day. We was, we Transitions, was, outward bound. Out of school. What school were you in? Uh, Dearborn Summer Academy. And they took you there? Yeah, so every day. It was like every morning during the summer, I would go there. I would take the boat there. and then. How, I would, how many years? So over three years ago? Three, two years Before ago. Before COVID? Yeah. Way have you ever been there? No, I haven't been there. I was like in sixth, seventh grade. Well, we we got to get you. We got to get. That's what I mean. We got to get a lot of folks that um, that think that the strong man on the street rules. We got to show them about the waves and the tide in the sky. Hundred percent. And we're gonna get on that boat. And we're gonna travel over there, and it's going to give them what what we call uh, experiential knowledge. Breakthroughs. Knowledge of uh, of what God has laid out here for you. So I guarantee you, you talk to her, I'm, I'm going to get a group to come on that boat. I'm a trustee in that island. We own our own island, middle of the Boston Harbor. And so I want to get your folks over there. Because right. I think that you could actually go in because you're 16, but it's through, what school do you go to? I go to Lincoln Sudbury Regional High School. Oh, no, you, you're Mecco. Mecco, yeah. No, 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 we ain't. No, that's too much. That's too much over. That's too much private money over there. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. No, no, it's too much private money over there. They're socialists over here where we are. So, no, they have certain Boston community, Boston schools that can participate. But you can come over there with me because I think that we need to form um, alliances. I'm trying to put the same program in Franklin Park. Do you know about uh, a, a program called Camp Manitou? Called what? You know about a program called uh, called Camp Manitou or no. Manitou? No. Um, it was like a it was like a mixture of like experience, like it was all related to God and faith and also spirituality. Really? And where, and where is it at? Um, it was we went to this uh, place. It was in Maine. It was in Maine. In Maine? Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can. Oh, I don't even have Great, my phone. because that, that's where. That's where the program was for me. I spent 26 days on an island. Yeah, that, that's kind of how it was. It was not an island, but it was more like um, it was a campsite. So it was a campsite. Camp went there too. There was a camp Manitou? With the camp oh. Manitou? So my mom did. Your mom? Yeah. Oh, so man. it was through a church or something? Um, it, 
How many, uh, it's I'm not really. Write, it's not I'm necessarily gonna, a church. Um, here, I'm gonna. I'm gonna write it down because I want to find out more about that. If you want to do, if you do want to find out, I went to this the first time I actually got connected, like to been when I became more connected and more involved with, you know, the divine father. Right, was was when I went to a Christian camp. For the first time in my life, I went to a Christian camp. The four days, the four days, three days I was there, breakthroughs, straight breakthroughs, straight breakthroughs. Okay. Camp Manitou. Well, listen, listen, brothers. We appreciate the, the work you're doing. I mean, a lot of organizations have programs for, you know, d people who have who have needs, disabilities, uh, poverty. But when you just look at our youth and just focus on our youth, there are very few people that know how to to really approach, mm -hmm. to have a conversation with, to enlist, to strengthen our youth. And I'm just glad that this is an extra you know, program that we're doing here that really deals with a part of the the family that can get into the cradle to grave system too fast, and that's what prison is. And so we're trying to um, make sure that doesn't happen. Of course, you know, youth is the future, you know, you gotta, you gotta yeah. it's all about guidance. Thank you again for listening to the VIP show, brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury, and WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. If you want to find out more about the VIP show, the Rocks Talks Radio, or Children's Services of Roxbury, you can always go to the website at www.csrox.org. For more episodes of the VIP show or Rocks Talks Radio, you can join us online at www.wbca.podbean.com. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening. This, this is, is the VIP, VIP show on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. Boston.